Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. You are listening to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. This is our final segment here in the month of October, and we have some really great examples of how technology is helping a more energy efficiency. And our first example today is reducing energy consumption by 68% in federal buildings. Yep, that's what we said, 68%. And this is savings in millions. So let's take a look. The U.S. General Services Administration, also known as the GSA, is upgrading its buildings in Michigan. And the changes will generate more than 30 Three, I should say, $3.9 million in savings. And the contract includes design and implementation of energy conservation measures. And this includes high energy efficiency lightings and upgrades to HVAC systems. And this measures are expected to reduce electricity consumption, as I just noted, by 68%. And the GSA is also partnering with GreenGen to install the various energy conservation measures and this includes installing more than 1500 led lamp and fixture retrofits overhaul and repair of water side econom- economizers and with upgraded valves as well as an upgraded building envelope with a solar film and the gsa says the project will be paid for by using the cost savings generated from this project alone So while this is just one example, many federally funded projects are identifying how technology can be leveraged to reduce energy consumption. Now, we've seen here that in this last month that we've talked about it, it's how this trend is evolving and really expanding. So the next example that we have here today is a development plan that is achieving a high level of LEED certification. And this project is called Treasure Island Community Development. Now, what's so interesting is if you haven't heard about this project yet, Treasure Island is a man-made island created for the 1939 World's Fair. And in 2011, the San Francisco Board of Supervisors approved the upgrade of the infrastructure. So last May, the U.S. Navy conveyed uh, 290 acres that comprised of all of the U.S. Navy lands to the Treasure Island Development Authority. So the redevelopment will upgrade infrastructure such as roads and utilities and parks, and it will also have two residential neighborhoods. And so this mixed-use project will include 8,000 homes, 200,000 square feet of retail space, 300,000 square feet of office and commercial space, and up to 500 hotel rooms. Now, that is quite an undertaking, to say the least. But here's what's really exciting for all of you listening, is the project has already been awarded a LEED ND Platinum Plan certification. And it is also one of the largest developments certified under LEED version 4. And of the LEED ND projects globally, it is just one of the 17 to be certified at the platinum level. So the project already achieved this level of certification due to a number of measurable strategies, including sustainable site development, water savings, energy efficiency, 
sea level rise adaptation, and overall environmental quality. So the development will also have a walkable neighborhoods, reduced dependence on automobiles, and transportation improvements. So some of the transportation improvements include a new intermodal transit hub and a ferry terminal. Infrastructure work began earlier this year, and work on Treasure Island started this past September. And it certainly sounds like a big project, and the energy efficiency benefits, as as we're all listening and, and talking about it, are pretty sustainable. And so this is one project that I think we're going to keep an eye on as the development continues, and hopefully we'll continue to talk to all of you about what's going on. So now to kind of close out today's segment, I thought we'd talk in the month on the show is we wanted to take a closer look at a study that identifies the nation's greenest cities. So it was interesting is um, we thought we'd uh, kind of take a minute here. And uh, what do you think? And we thought we'd get you to think about this. What do you think is the greenest city? As a construction industry, we think that you would know what that is. And there are many that come to mind. And many of uh, us as the team, we're all trying to guess. But we'll kind of give you a, a big hint with the last example that we mentioned. And if you can think about this, the greenest city in America right now is San Francisco. Now, go figure, right? But this is according to the third annual Green Building Adoption Index from the CBRE Group. And San Francisco placed second in the last two Green Building Adoption Indexes. Now, in this year, it claimed the top spot uh, this year with 73.7% of its space qualified as green certified. Now, coming to close second, Chicago claimed the top spot with 72.3%. Now, living in Chicago, that comes as a bit of a surprise to me. Now, I'm sure our mayor and everybody else and all the politicians might disagree, but there are so many cities that you hear about with these amazing green projects that this year, Minneapolis fell from the top spot to third, with 60.6% of its space qualified as green. And other cities to note that have achieved more than 50% are Houston, Atlanta, and Los Angeles. So overall, the study shows green certifications are held by 11.8% of all the surveyed buildings. So it's it's really amazing how we're really achieving all these green. And this represents 40.2% of all office space overall. So... Still, while the uptake of green building practices continues, the rate of adoption is actually slowing. So um, this is likely due to the fact that only a certain fraction of the buildings can obtain certification. And we're beginning to reach that market saturation point, if you can think about it. So there you have it. San Francisco, if you can believe it, even despite when you wake up in the morning and you think it's fog, it's not. It's all burning off. Um, Perhaps the Treasure Island project we talked about earlier is having some terrific impact on that. So I think it's really amazing when you think about all these amazing green projects. So so let's recap. Uh, we have a lot of ground here in the final segment today. Uh, we started out looking at the GSA project that is reducing energy consumption um, by 68%. That's just awesome. And it's leveraging energy conservation measure, measures such as lighting and HVAC upgrades. Um, and it's generating more than 3.9 million in savings. Now just think about that. 
you know, I think that's really terrific when you can think about 3.9 million in savings. And and when we talk about margins, and we even talked, um, Seth talked about that with our, our margins being so thin that 3.9 million in savings is, is amazing. Then we moved on to the Treasure Island example, and that was really fun to look at because the scope of the project is just so significant, so huge that the energy saving strategies are substantial. And we see the project undergoing strategies for sustainable site development, water savings and energy efficiency, and overall environmental quality. I I think that's terrific. And then we closed the show. I kind of looked at some of the new studies that identify the nation's greenest cities. And, And I think that's interesting to look at because what we see is that San Francisco has outpaced Minneapolis as a city with the most space kind of qualified as green certified. And and we also see from that city is that with while green practices are continuing, the rate of adoption is actually slowing. And this could be because we're hitting that market saturation point. So the bottom line is energy efficiency is is so important in the construction industry. And we've talked about so many guests this month that have addressed this very topic. So uh, it's it's really important um, discussion about the insights of how technology can help improve efficiency. Well, we are out of time for this month and uh, this whole segment. So remember, Con Expo, Con Ag Radio broadcasts live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central. And you can certainly uh, sign up for the Expo March 7th through 11, 2017 by going up online and and being attending the event in Las Vegas and certainly register or sign up for the 365 newsletter. And remember, Con Expo, Con Ag Radio is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. Have a wonderful week. A podcast or radio show on WS Radio is a great way to create content marketing. Turn prospects into customers into raving fans. Contact Wade at wsradio.com or call 866-WS-RADIO. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I've been bragging about Progressive Medical Center to you guys for years, and I'm so excited to have Dr. Agoli with us because, Dr. Agoli, a lot of people walk through your doors, and some of their biggest problems are they're just fatigued, they're tired all the time, and even though they're dieting and exercising, they cannot get the weight off. Why is that? It's a combination of poor metabolism, inappropriate eating, but but more importantly, it's due to a lack of education and really doing the right testing. A lot of our patients are metabolically compromised. What does that mean? Their metabolism is not functioning. The metabolism is responsible for all physical and chemical processes 
processes necessary to sustain life, and that includes energy. And without cellular energy, your body is not going to be a burning machine. Let's get back and teach our listeners to be a fat-burning machine. It's been a lot easier to maintain my weight since Progressive Medical Center started treating me with all-natural supplements, learning proper nutrition, and that can be you today. No more frustrations about being tired or overweight. So why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today through ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McCullough brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcCulloff.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcCulloff.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, VinVillage.com, where wine lovers connect. Be sure to tune in weekly to VinVillage Radio for exclusive, in-depth interviews with the who's who in wine and food. 